Pokemon podcast for all news, information, and updates. This is Bulbacast Season 2. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 21 of Bulbacast. And with me tonight is the wonderful host of Pokemon Palace Network, PPN Steve. Hey everyone, how's it going? Also is the owner of BulbaGarden.net, Mr. Archaic. Hi everyone. The owner of Brinstar Depths and BulbaGarden Chat Regular and Operator, Dratini927. Hola. Miss Bulbapedia herself, Miss Pie. Hi everybody. And also with us tonight is me, Satoshi-kun. And we are bringing you yet another wonderful Bulbacast. So, our first topic for tonight is, yet again, GTS. It is seriously foobard right now. And, well, let's talk about this. Um, Apparently, if you name your Pokemon something that it isn't, say, you know, you got a Torterra and you name it a Mew... And then someone else goes and searches for Mew, your Torterra will pop up. Isn't that right, guys? Yeah, it's buggy. Just oh recently started God. happening, too. Yeah, I wonder is, if that's something is, uh, that could be, be fixed on Nintendo's end. If it's server-related? <laughs> or yeah, that's what? How much, how much you guys want to bet that this is going to bring the GTS down? This uh, thing's really getting weird. It's not going to bring it down, but it's probably going to bring major changes to it. Yeah. Probably going to see a bunch I of so. names like named after all sorts of legendary Pokemon. I have a dark Rapidoof. <laughs> <laughs> the unholy. Oh, here's Ar- something. No, the old unholy Rapidoof army has struck the GTS. Oh God. <laughs> no. Let me tell you about something that someone told me about. There is a guy who is so sick of people who are, at, you know, offering crappy Pokemon and asking for these really amazingly uber Pokemon. There's this guy who's now sharking Palkia that only knows Splash. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> he is my hero. Yeah. R-A-B. <laughs> yes. The only Not problem there either. is that they could probably take that Palkia to the move rememberer and get yeah. it with the moves again. Yeah. Um, well, if, what if the Palkia never knew those moves because it was sharked? Uh, it could still learn the moves it would have learned yeah. by level up. Right. Oh, you do have a point, but your usual noob who's so stupid they're asking for something that big might not even realize that. They probably Quite would. True. <laughs> and then they've still got to get all the hard scales to actually do it. And that takes a while. Yeah, it does, especially in <laughs> This is Nintendo showing off their, you know, capabilities of Wi-Fi and still not that great. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, this could be a really good thing, guys. This could be a wonderful thing. This could cause Nintendo to rework their GTS and actually include things that check for Sharked and yeah. check for other things. I mean, how many Diamond and Pearl games have been sold around the world now? Uh, even six, even. Six point eight million. Yeah, and we haven't had the Australian or European mass releases. Yeah, so that's oh, another, no. another another six million waiting to happen, or more. So we're going to have. Yeah. Now, let's think about it this way: you are going to have more people using the GTS than yep. who you have subscribed to World of Warcraft. <laughs> another thing here, important point here. Now, in WoW and in all your other MMORPG games. All your players are scattered on hundreds of different... Well, okay, maybe not hundreds, but... Bunch. Actually, no, yeah, probably hundreds of different servers in each game, sometimes. Um, yes. For GTS, one server. Have gotten Wi-Fi just because of Pokemon. Yeah. Actually, this probably goes a lot towards explaining why you've only got a limited number of... Uh, Results back anytime mm-hmm. you do a search. 
just because they can't possibly display every single thing out there. Right. They should cool. change that. Yeah. They should, you know, make it instead of seven, they should put like 20 and change the whole mode of it, but they probably can't do that since the game's made already unless they do like a big update. Right. Which I don't no, think they can the, really do. The game's probably capable yeah. of it. It's just what they're getting back from the server. Yeah, that's true, because sometimes you look Ooh. in there and you only find three for something really common. It's like, okay, a lot of people have to have Ooh. more than three of, like, a zigzagoon, you know? Yeah. Hopefully, somebody, Nintendo, Pokemon USA, the company running the servers, does something to limit the glitchability, the exploits, whatever you want to call it, that's currently happening. Why they're using nickname Pokemons to search for Pokemon, I have no idea. That does not make any sense. Probably lazy, too lazy to program something better. So they just use whatever name to put up, possibly. I figure it's probably just an error in the back end of the server where they're looking yeah. for the name of the species, but for some reason it's also checking in the nickname field where it shouldn't yeah. be checking. For some well, reason. technically it could be checking yeah. all the data. Like, well, rather than right. that's what he's saying. That's what our kid yeah. just said. Well, yeah. yeah if, it, if it's checking the whole profile instead of just one field. Now, here's the Which interesting test. This uh. this is something I actually put up for for a challenge because I want to see if, what if the what if the trainer was named something, I, like the same as a Pokemon. Ooh. That would be hmm. Disaster. Can you trade trainers? Anyone got anyone got a spare diamond or pearl cart? <laughs> well, I don't think it would. I think it just kind of goes off the name because no. they're right next to each other, and it's That's probably funny. like Archaic said, just an error in the program. I'm sure it's just well, no, did. it's more likely that they're checking the whole profile than it's suddenly checking two fields instead of just one. Well, so you, would, you would think with the Japanese release being already you know out for quite a while that they'd have all the little bugs like that worked out. They probably weren't I don't exploited think so yeah. much. So the Japanese did not exploit those issues as much, from what I saw. You did right. not have those problems anywhere yeah. near as much. Now maybe they didn't have those problems with Katakana or whichever they're using, but when it switched to the English alphabet, what it probably is is just looking for the other regions that experience from really, really far away places. Yeah, because, because you get bonuses for that. Yeah. Maybe because they went and now you have multi-language that yeah. when you put in Bidoof in English, it doesn't mm-hmm. know to translate it to the Japanese characters. So it looks mm-hmm. in the nickname field for Bidoof. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's, it's going to end up being wrong, but maybe that's what it's doing. Well, that's prob- that doesn't hey, seem likely Bitfuck? because I've seen, I mean, <laughs> I see, you can see the nickname and the name in it. I you can usually see that it's something in Japanese character. I think it right. seems mo- it seems most likely to me that it's just instead of saying search this one field, they just said search all the data for this Pokemon. Although then again, I guess if you put some really stupid Pokemon on there with an uncommon name, so that wouldn't commonly be searched for, with a name. Of another Pokemon that wouldn't commonly be searched for, you probably might be able to get it. Like, say you found a Pokemon you want on the GTS, and it says like it wants like a Crobat, let's say. And what if your Crobat isn't really a Crobat, but it's it's like a Bulbasaur, but it's nicknamed Crobat? I wonder if you could still do that that way too. Like you could send it. That's what I'm wondering too. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we can. That's something we could do testing on. Yeah. Uh, any that yeah, let's that. do that testing, please. We'll do yeah, that. Just come back on the next oh, uh, Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll pick up some Bidoofs, name them um, Palkia, and <laughs> screw those kids even over even <laughs> but, more than the Splash Palkia. <laughs> but now that now that I think about it, it's actually probably they do have things that that search for like certain level ranges and ge- and like genders, so they're searching all the data anyway. So yeah. Hmm. Actually, that's another thing. <laughs> so many. How is that things. level data stored? Because depending on how they're searching for it, if they're just searching for LV dot space number when searching for level, could you name a Pokemon with that level when it's wildly underleveled and manage to trade it? Because the first thing in the profile is the name. It'd be God. interesting to figure out. Hey, my Bidoof's uh, named level 100. 
<laughs> Go on to the next subject, guys. Yeah, we, we've, yeah. we've picked this a piece. Whew! That is insane. This GTS thing, each week of the Bulbacast just keeps getting crazier and crazier. Man, My God, was it going to be next week? Who knows? Yeah. No, because we're going to do week. some tests. <laughs> oh, yeah! Um, but... I would love to continue talking about that because that stuff is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. But we have to get on to our next topic. Our next topic this evening is going to be PBR. And we're going to get Pikachu Trainer in here to talk with us about it. Main reason we're doing this is because, OMG, there is a commercial now. OMG, it really, really sucks. Yeah, just like the last couple of commercials for Diamond and Pearl. Man, this commercial's even worse. This is even worse than that Diamond Pearl with the stupid Mm -hmm. rock music in it. We're about to get Pikachu Trainer in here. He's going to talk with us about it. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. Yeah. Hey. So. Welcome back. Um. <laughs> How are you doing this week? Uh, you have heard, you have seen the PBR commercial. This, yes. This week. It's terrible. So, yes, we saw yeah. it. Well, um, it looks like Nintendo has stopped all the hyping commercials like Pokemon, the franchise, uh, like. I've been in all this year because of the hype, like, uh, and so, like, this all looks like, it's like uh, a living room game. There's no hype in the game. Like, right, it's just... There hasn't been any hype at all in any mm-hmm. of the games this year, really. Yeah, and, it's, like, uh, yeah. DP had the huge wave to ride of the user hype and everything, but PBR, like, oh. even when the first leaf info was out, like there was, there were more people on the uh, DP discussions than on PBR. So like, we really should have got better commercials for PBR. Yeah, well, you have to remember the commercials for uh, DP were terrible. Except for calling Pokeballs, that was pretty cool. The whole PBR looked to me like a just really late in the game Wii commercial, and it didn't even show yeah. much Wii interaction, much Wii functionality. It showed people sitting on a couch playing their DSs connected to the Wii. Was it a PBR commercial? Was it a Wii commercial? We don't know. Mm. Yeah, well, mm. it looked like people sitting and playing Brain Age. Well, even people playing Brain Age will have more hype than that. Exactly. There was no excitement in that crowd at all. Man, yeah. no. And what is PBR no. about? It's all about the graphics engine. They didn't show anything about the graphics engine. They used such... I'm just thinking, it's really interesting that PBR's whole sales thing is, hey, look, it's Pokemon on your screen in really flashy graphics. And Nintendo's been going, the Wii's not about graphics. True. They didn't even show much for graphics. They just showed a little bit of uh, screenshots and not enough of anything to really show you what the heck it's going to be about. I mean, seriously, that... being able to customize your trainer? That's in there. With that thing, if that was a real going-to-TV commercial, that was betting. Yeah, I Seriously. think it's more of a, a media promo. Let's yeah, say if that was commercial. a media promo showing, hey, you can now hook up your DS to a Wii, then yes, that works well. well but the yes. way it's being presented... That's yeah, they presented it as a 30-second commercial to the media. At least that's the captions and stuff that uh, the sites that have it are... Um, saying it is. And like, I don't know if you if you've noticed, but like the fun this time, I'm never I'm never going to get used to this fun. It looks like a it looks like ants stretched out. Yeah, it, the whole here's PBR another thing me. that I don't like is uh, the fact that they're constantly. It looks like they're trying to promote multiple people gameplay, but how many of us actually have that many people sit on a couch with us and play this game? Well, no, but the Wi-Fi feature of it will allow it to be like that, but remotely. I I have a lot of friends. I just don't have a lot of them that can afford the board game. Because they have a lot of jobs and stuff. Well, well, not to mention trying to get a Wii anyways. 
<laughs> show. Or if no. they can afford the games, then they can't actually afford to spend the time to play them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's, one we... of the main... That's a problem with video games in general nowadays. Well, you got to have a lot of time. They take time. Yeah, look you got to at... have time and money. Yeah, look at WoW and the WoW Addicts. The average game oh. player is four hours for most WoW players. Anyways, PBR to me, guys, oh. is more... A big screen DS expansion. It's a battle yeah. engine. It's all it is. It's basically taking your current it's DS uh, team and 3D in them. PBI is all about graphics. It's they just... never showed anything about the graphics. You know, I think it's going to be funny, guys, is if when PBR comes out, everyone plays it, gets sick of it in a week, and it turns out just to be, for everyone, a Pokemon box. Well, Pokemon Box actually had a use. Yeah. Well, you know, this is the only thing so far... No, no, this is the only thing so far that uh, hooks up to your... um, will will let you hook your um, DS up to your Wii, so, you know, it it might actually have that capability. Yeah, Yeah. they need to make an MMORPG or something for the Wii that is Pokemon-related. We've been saying it... They need to the problem do it. if you make an MMORPG for Pokemon is you are going to have to do very large so scale. Yeah. Well, uh, and it'd be wow so large so scale. Of course. Uh, yeah, you remember can't what happened to load Final balance servers with that. Mm-mm. I mean, the, we all want one, it, but. It I'm sorry, Pikachu Trainer? What'd you say? If they ever made one, it would require the largest server in the world. Well, I would have to have hundreds of servers <laughs> all just interconnected. It would be great. Everyone yeah. wants it, but it's a very, very long time. I think the biggest problem is, if they did actually do this, it would have to be subscription-based. No. With that many people, it that would. many servers having to run, and how much would it actually cost to set them up and have them maintained in the first place, especially considering yeah. Nintendo's never done it before, it's a massive investment. Yeah. And well, another thing I'd like to point out about the commercial, it looks like all the hype in the commercials have died since Battle Frontier. They're really. Yeah. Yeah. Last time we even had a good opening was Advanced Challenge regarding the anime. Oh, that's debatable. Uh, (laughs) Don't get me talk. Don't get me started on the dub right now. I'm going to step out of this conversation right now. They're wanting all the web pages, all the fan sites to do all the promotion right now, and it seems to be working for them, but still, the fan sites aren't wanting to do all the promotion. The fan sites are saying they're waiting for the next wonderful commercial so we can say, wow, Nintendo really cares about this. Actually, we're waiting for more data information coming from official sources versus uh, third-party yeah. sites and or yeah. IGN. Yeah. <laughs> but that can be to a, only a certain extent. Like, DB had that huge wave to ride, but like DB had barely any attention on the web compared to DB. Well, yeah. If you take a look at it. They don't have that huge wave to ride of the community hype. Well, you know why? Because the... Because we have no info to hype it with. The console games are typically less popular than the handheld games. Nintendo's Mm. forte is the handheld game. True. Okay. Yes. The console games are pretty much a secondary market to them, although the Wii is changing that slowly. I don't see it, PBR, making any major impact, though. No. You know, well, j- j- just like take the other Pokemon uh, DS and uh, Game Boy Advance games, for instance. You know, anything that hasn't been an actual... Pokemon franchise, you know, the offshoots haven't gotten the kind of uh, recognition that they should have either. Well, true. The 15-seconds trailer that first leaked out was probably more hypey than the 30-second commercial. Yeah. We're waiting for hype. Nintendo hype it. Pokemon USA, yeah. come on, give us some give us some reason to want this game uh, besides it's, you know, Pokemon. Yes. You know all the hardcore fans are going to buy it. it. Put Palkia yeah. in it. Why are you putting some... <laughs> Starters using bubble. <laughs> yeah. If they want us to hype it, give us oh, some stuff me. to hype it with. Yeah, give yeah. us something to work Please. with. Here, you know, like, come on, we don't want another dud game. Yeah. We already know yeah. it's going to be. Because we'll hype it all day on the cast. Japanese, but, Get uh-huh. some of your well, PR people to contact us directly and give us the information mm-hmm. you're giving to the magazines that are getting printed and won't be out till next month. How about that? There you go. Yes. 
the real the the Pokemon fans are going to be listening more to the Bulbacast than checking the magazines. I'm sure. Uh, We're the ones who you want hyping your games. Let us know what we can hype so we can hype it, please. I mean, even if you want to give us information and embargo it until the end of the month or whatever so we can't release it, that's fine. If we can see the information and we know it's worth hyping, then we can tell people it's really great and actually know it's true. Yeah, Yeah. Pikachu Trainer. um, Got anything else for us with the PBR? Your final thoughts on it, maybe? Oh, that's a... Yeah. Anyway. Yes, yeah. Uh, thank you very much <laughs> for joining us. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for having See me. you. Yeah. Bye. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Another wow, good I could hear... I could understand him a whole lot more. Yeah, that was great. Much, much cleaner <laughs> this time than the last time. Yeah, that was wonderful. He had less have. background noise. I just mm-hmm. did that test when Nick named me a caught Pokemon. Uh-huh. And I nicknamed the Starly Palky, and it doesn't work. Ah, uh, too bad. Darn it. All right, then. Uh, that stinks. Sato, what do you think we should move on to? Okay, do you have any thoughts? Anything to move on to? Latest episode. Sounds good. Yeah, it was actually a really interesting episode from what I've heard. Basically, the thing I wanted to bring up with this <laughs> latest episode, rather than uh, Weasel's character development was basically um, the fact that we have just seen uh, the Elite Four in the anime. And this isn't, like, just one member of the Elite Four. I mean, he was the only one that was physically there, but we have seen the actual animation of what the other guys look like now. Mm. And we've also had introduced, if you win the tournament, you get to fight the Elite Four. Which we could, haven't had that introduced in the anime before. Right, which could lead us to believe that there's some possibility of a major battle coming up towards the end of the Diamond and Pearl arc. Yep, possible foreshadowing. Indeed. Mm-hmm. But will Ash win? Of course not. Question. <laughs> yeah, well, has he yet? He might, but he won win a, I don't think he'd win against the Elite Four, but he no. might win against the tournament. Yeah, yeah. You I think they'll let him win this time and get to the Elite Four? I think it would be cruel if they did, because, I mean, I've been... I've I been think they've for got to. Uh, they think, need like, to. He I hasn't think, really won a major yet. Yeah, no, I, I think I... I think they have to, because they've set him up to battle this guy. Yeah. I, I've said before that I, I don't understand why they play it like if he wins a major tournament. Oh, series over. I no, mean, I th- I've, I've, been, I've been waiting for him to win a tournament so we can see what, what steps me on, because... Really, do you, if if he's a Pokemon master, he's not like oh, I won one tournament. I'm gonna retire from Pokemon training forever. Bye. Master, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch. There's 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 gonna there's got to be more beyond that, and I want I've been dying to see what it is, and now we're finally getting a taste of it. Though, admittedly, I I kind of I kind of think people are going berserk over that, and it's like one flashback <laughs> or flash forward. <laughs> flash forward, <I> memory. <laughs> Envisioning. Yeah. Another point we are going to see in the anime next week. I mean, probably not again physically there, but we will see uh, Daiduga and Pika. I can't even yes. pronounce their names. Is uh, they're going to try to introduce us to the time space thing now, so that we're used to it for movie ten coming around? Quite possibly. Isn't the more interesting fact here that? Uh, We've got a recurring character, basically introducing them. That's so I, interesting. I, there's I mean, also there's a lot of interesting points here, like the fact I want to know what the two Jenny thing is all about, and I also want to know if we're actually going to be Solactic at this point. I, it doesn't seem likely, but you know, hope springs. Eternal. It's actually a, a pretty good time if they're going to introduce yeah. the time space thing with Diago and P- uh, Palkia. I'm going to make a wild and outlandish prediction here. Uh-oh. Okay. That guy, the recurring character, is going to be a member of Team Galactic. Undercover or blatant? Uh, for now, undercover, maybe later blatant. Wow. That's my prediction. He's right. a, actually a Team Galactic member already. All right. We'll see that, how that works. I, so that, I of mean... course, begs the question... Why him when they've got three that they haven't used already? Well, why not? We've already been introduced to to this particular character. Well, actually, 
there's been a note about how closely they've been following the games. Um, when isn't this what is what isn't this like the first real encounter that you have with Team Galactic in the game? Like, no, we've already passed that. Something I think a little, you know, off topic, but on topic at the same time. Uh-huh. I think they're kind of showing the legends like they did in Hoenn when they show Groudon and Kyogre. Mm-hmm. Just kind of give you a teaser of what they're exactly. Like. That's that you know something to expect. You get to see them in the movie that's coming up in a couple of months. So here's your teaser. Here's your preview. Mm-hmm. This is what they look like. This is what they do. All the ratings yeah, and business. Exactly. But that's the business of anime: is you promote your your continuing yeah. characters and or <laughs> works of art. You know your if you're going to do an anime movie, you promote it somehow. It makes success. Exactly. That's why Pokemon's lasted 10 years and yeah, other exactly. animes go away after two. If that, if that reminds long. me. <laughs> that does remind me. There's, someone mentioned something about rumors of the series ending, like the series ending soon. There's rumors every year. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I doubt they do I, that. I, I, that yeah. Why do people think that? Nintendo doesn't hate money. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you where this is coming from, guys. This is coming from idiots in America who think that uh, Pokemon is doing as badly in Japan as the anime has been doing the past few years in America. These are not people who are informed. It's just people every year saying, Oh, it's going to die because we think it's doing so bad everywhere else besides, you know, just like it is in uh-huh. America. I bet you you're right, too. That's you. what you've got. Yeah. It's not right. in Japan. It's top range ratings here even though now it's on Cartoon Network yeah. and half the people that used to watch it can't yeah it's still, right. it still pulls in pretty good ratings the movies still top the box offices well in Japan they do in Japan. In we don't get them here yeah and that's well the movie. The movies don't make it to the box offices here which is Here's, a really sad thing because I'm sure is. they sell well man that was one interesting episode you know they really are all win this time around I love it but, you know, we can't just sit around and talk about this forever. Anyway, what else are we going to talk about right now? So, we got to go on, get the show on the road, and I do believe next we're going to call up our good old friend, Luntasaur. Get him in. Hello, Blenasaur. How are you doing this evening? Not bad, not bad. Great to hear you. And it's good to be back again. So what's your question and, you got for us this week? <laughs> well, I figure I'll start off with something simple. All right. Now, as cool as Diamond and Pearl has been over the past few months, month or so, what Better changes or abilities. improvements would you <laughs> recommend for the inevitable fifth generation? This funky a GTS glitch issue. Well, it doesn't have to be virtual reality, but just a, a much better online gameplay virtual presence. On, you know, we don't just want to battle online, okay? Uh, that that might be fine mod. for now and hold us over, but, but we want more. Mm. It's nice that we can now. We are very thankful for it. Well, if you give a mouse a cookie, he'll want a glass of milk. Well, that would be nice too, but well, it doesn't have to be. You know, Steve's always wanted. It doesn't have to be MMORPG. It can be friend code based. But as we've already discussed, that just ain't happening. Portion of that to be involved with the fifth generation. It's not that hard to link two games together so you can play at the same time. Okay, now this is a minor gripe I have. That's kind of existed since the past, but it got really annoying to. Mainly the HMs. Ever since I started playing, I noticed all those places you have to use rock climb to get up. They're all over the place. I just now recently got it's rock climb. It's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah, but I just recently got rock climb in Snowpoint City, and now I have to go all the way back to those places I was before just to get those items I missed. It's annoying. Yeah. Hmm. 
You know, you, you know what I consider to be the worst thing? What? The fact that uh, there's an extra confirmation when you somebody got Pokemon. slapped. I, think I am not going to comment any further. <laughs> no, am I? <laughs> yeah, I think the worst place where with the HMs and everything is. Well, I don't want to spoil anything. Mainly towards the end, but towards the end, at the end of Victory Row, there's one part to get to another route. Yeah. You have to have rock climb and uh, uh, I don't know another HM. I think, or you need waterfall and rock climb to get to that route every time because mm. you yeah. can't just easily fly there. So that's pretty <laughs> annoying. Yeah. I was actually serious about the whole extra confirmation thing because I have seen people having problems with, you know, who do a lot of EV training and a lot of uh, breeding. They picked the wrong they one. They get some Pokemons they don't like, they release them, and then they accidentally release their own starter because, ouch. Yeah, so, you know, we need a big right. picture of the Pokemon it's about to release and say, do you really want to release blah 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 it shouldn't be on the normal when you deposit. You it shouldn't go. be right there as release. It you should be its own separate section. Like, withdraw, deposit, okay. release. Right. And you wouldn't have that problem no, no. at all. Have any of you ever come up with your own ideas for new Pokemon? Because yes. I actually came up with one a while back. Mm. I call it... I, it's an ice... Blizzard, uh, it's an ice slash flying type that I call Blizzard. <laughs> oh, God. An Maybe ice buzzard. That that's yeah, cheesy Blizzard enough and to be an official name. I'm a very okay. large fan of, of original Pokemon, and I've actually made a lot of my own ever since like first playing the games. I mean, I think it would. I know that it's not gonna. It's probably not gonna happen. But I think I think a lot of us dream about our own ideas for Pokemon becoming real new things. But you know, unless unless they accept us as developers, I know well, actually, that. it's not too far fetched. Don't forget that in some of the later Mega Man games for the NES, Capcom actually took submissions from the fans for ideas it for would... new Robot Masters. Really, I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. It would just well, be a I'd small also, I'd love that. But I'd also, I'd also love to work on the Pokemon games if anyone's listening. <laughs> Um, actually, they already did it in Japan. They've already done this in oh. Japan. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they actually had a new Pokemon uh, done up by fan, uh, but they did definitely have a competition for a fan to create a new attack. Yeah, I remember that. Which is that dragon one, whatever Meteor it's called. Dracoswarm Swarm now. I think it's called. It used to be Meteoric Swarm, I think. Yeah, what, whatever it's called. Well, you know, they've got a choice where I mean, you can choose. If they've the done that for an attack, the they can game, do it whatever, for a whatever that was. at some point. Yeah, uh, but let's. Fi- it wouldn't be that big of a jump for them to go to create your own Pokemon, and we'll yeah. draw it and put it in the game. But I, I, I think if it's, a, well, I also got to say, I was kind of disappointed by the by the outcome of that contest because you know it was going to be something like big, overly obnoxiously special. And, and, you know, and the general player is the uber user. It was some new super powered legendary or uh, wait, what? three. The, the the rules would prob so the rules would probably be a bit different with that attack competition. It was just the winner gets to create an attack. With this competition, right, it would be, be like, like submit your ideas for a Pokemon, and we'll choose one of them to be the winner. Well, yeah, yeah. but still. Yeah, so you'll get something that probably is a lot more reasonable. Well, if they had a friggin' Pokemon contest to create your own Pokemon, Purple Keckling, oh, yeah, remember, that. remember what she did when we didn't know the starters for this generation? She made up those mm. three new ones, and everyone believed them for the longest time. Mm. And she did. Great. Oh, yeah. The Psychic Dark Fighting. <laughs> yeah, those guys. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I made up one of those. Yeah. It was actually um, written. Uh, awesome. I came up with some good names for those, too. What'd you got? I forgot what they were. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one last question before this conversation gets any crazier. I've known people on Bulba Garden, especially Butler. They like Bulba to make special rules for our battles. Do you guys have any special rules that you like to use? Uh, only the standard... Hey, if you tell me no Ubers, don't bring any... There's some standard rules that you'll often find used in a lot of the competitive online battles, and I have no problem with those rules being used, but other than that, unless it's a special 
thing that we've arranged beforehand for, like, okay, we're only going to be using Pokemon of this type in the battle or whatever, some special challenge, then otherwise I'm ne- not really using any special rules. Actually, it's not that complicated. The rules Butler and I used uh-huh. were um, four Pokemon, level 50, and no switching out. I've got no That's... problem, but I'd normally not play by anything like that. Actually, there's one I want to try that might be in Battle Revolution. Basically, you tell your Pokemon all the six that are on your team, and they pick your three for you, and vice versa. Oh, is it? Mm, I've heard. That's an actual rule in Battle Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it in a YouTube video once. Interesting. That is interesting. I could see that, you know, going on Wi-Fi right now with Diamond and Pearl. You just get six Pokemon in your party, arrange them in any way you want, and then you have your That's opponent say, okay, cool, I want you to pick then Pokemon your battles would actually one, be a lot more randomized. And, use those three. and your trainer skills would have to hmm. come into play a lot more than, mm-hmm. to say, your trained Pokemon. Yeah, they would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you mm-hmm. wouldn't know what your opponent is choosing for you, until after you've already chosen for him and vice versa, you can't right. just pick the so three that are going to be the worst battles. for him against your team because he's going to be picking the three that yeah. are probably going to be the worst. And It's a lot more levels of prediction than a, 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 in a standard six-on-six six where you can easily see, okay, he's got those, huh. so my best possible choices given his possibilities are this, this, and this. Yeah. Takes down calculations a lot. Yeah, I, like I think it's more fun way, when you're yeah. battling to yeah. be surprised by what they have and for them to be surprised by what you have. Yeah, okay. it just makes, makes the battle more fun. There's another rule I'd like to yeah. try, but you'd only be able to do this in person. Uh, Basically, just swap teams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd, oh. that'd be iffy, because then you'd get people nerfing their Pokemon on purpose or making them with very, very obscure those still workable move sets thing, so that a person has no idea how to use it. Because, of course, you don't know what your stats are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I've got this Matchamp. I should be using this attack. Well, no, you shouldn't yeah, because he's got just, no I don't know. whatever in his stats. That doesn't stats. sound right to you me either. using that attack instead. I do like the idea of choosing a random opponent Pokemon like to, that idea. to you know, battle with. Uh, mm. it, there's also a roulette mode uh, in Battle Pokemon? Revolution where your team's picked your, entirely at random on both sides. Huh. I don't remember hearing about that. Your own team. We'll see when it comes out and get a clearer picture. Anything else you got for us, Blunt? No, I'm pretty much wiped for the night. Alrighty. Alright then. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, yep. Great question. No problem. Thanks. Alright, see you later. See ya. Yep. Yep. Later. Mads, it's always great to have Blunasaur in here, you know. He he always brings good questions to the character. You know, good Good perspective on things. Mm -hmm. And that was a good question. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, fresh and new. Yep. So, moving right along to the question of the week. And welcome to the question of the week, the question of the week, the question of the week, and the questions of the week were... A... What do you think about EV training in the Pokemon games and people who use it to win and or get ahead or whatnot? Alright, and the anime question was... What do you think about Team Rocket doing good? Do you like it when they do? Do you hate it? You wish they'd do it more? Wish they'd do it less? You wish they'd never do it at all? That sort of thing. Alright. Now, we had some uh, pretty lengthy answers and a lot of answers, so... I think I might have to condense a few of them. Sorry, guys, but I might have to do that this week. Um, if you guys want to see the full answers to some of these, you know, the form to look at. Now let's get on with it. Korobake Hajiro has no clue on the game question, but really, really likes it when the, when they do it, when Team Rocket goes good. In fact... They'd love to see another island of the giant Pokemon, and also really wishes that Jesse would have a 
going good type episode like James and Meowth have had recently. Huh, understandable. Now, Ashita also just answered the anime question, but absolutely loves it when Team Rocket tries to do something good or helpful, whether it be towards the twerps or to anyone else. And when they really do it and, you know, try to do it, it adds extra extra dimension to their characters. It also shows that, hey, they got another side of their characters. You know, they're not just a bunch of mean, rotten, bad people. They like good occasionally, too. You know, everyone has to, unless you're really completely, truly rotten. But, nah, Team Rocket isn't. Now, Yame Terudine says for the game question, They're very fine with EV training. In some ways, it's almost necessary, thanks to the Battle Tower, to have Pokemon with halfway decent stats, and EVs being really the only way to keep up with them, they say. And for the anime question? Yame Terudine really, really likes it, because it shows that Team Rocket is not truly evil. It also shows that Criminal Team can't be evil all the time. There has to be a limit somewhere. True. Now, Pikachu Trainer says for the game question, EV training is not some evil practice under which evil, uncaring trainers impose their Pokemon. No, 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 no. That's wrong. EV training is a part of the game. It's not like, you know... EV tra- when you're EV training, you're not good to your Pokemon. Nah, you know, you can really care as much about them as anyone else. And, you know, it's, it's it's not a bad thing. And he just says for the anime question, Team Rocket is not some evil team. They're really more of a mixed personality, so he really doesn't have a problem with them going good. In fact, you know, really enjoys their movie appearances and, you know, the times they do good. That works. Now, Tori says that they can applaud anyone who can actually be bothered to sit and Eevee train their Pokemon. They still have several Pokerus-infected Pokemon. They've been meaning to Eevee train, but after about ten battles, they lose interest and go on to do something else, like sleeping. Hey, winners don't sleep. You, no, 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 no. No sleep for you. Five years. Okay. And... Tori is not going to answer the anime question as it would take too long for Tori to get to the point, they say. Okay. Now, Jonoichi says that they really don't care, you know, either way about EV training. They would never use it because they're not all that over-competitive. They go, you know, as they are, level up and go. But, hey, if these guys want to make perfect Pokemon in their arsenal, let them. Alright. And for the anime question... Jonoichi says it goes to show that they're not as bad as Ash and company make them out to believe. Eh, I can't disagree with that, but whatever. Sure, some of their methods may, to them anyway, be a bit cruel, but hey, they do have a soft spot for everything else. Take James and Mime Jr., for example. You know? And I'll also add this. Remember, you know, Team Rocket and the Togepi Egg? And, oh, how much they cared for it. They're really not that bad. And an edit to add that wasn't for Meowth's compassion for Pidgey in that One World Islands episode, that would have been a really horrible filler episode. Hmm, good point. Now, Fullmaster says they really liked when Team Rocket is nice. You know, when they work with the good guys, they actually win alongside them. You know, it is nice to see them win occasionally. Now, he thinks the reason that Team Rocket loses time and time again is because they are evil and suck at it. It's not like Team Rocket are purely evil. They do appear to have a soft spot for things such as their Pokemon and, well, some people, you know? And he thinks they'd be much better off being good and fighting for Ash's team because it opens up the door for them to become stronger tr- trainers as well. Good point. Truthfully, I'll give my opinions on Team Rocket. I think Jesse and James are really, really, really good. But Ash is so much better, you know? The first time Team Rocket ever had to, you know, had to battle Ash and Pikachu, they were doing great. They were well known as a criminal organization. They were well known for doing a good job. It's just that there's one single guy and his team and his friends that can beat them. Hmm. Now, IU has said that EB training is kind of a double-edged sword. Whereas it does make training your Pokemon more strategic, it becomes somewhat of a hassle when you have to structure a game mechanic that should be free-roaming. As for trainers who practice it, IU sees them as respectable folks who take the time to set up the EV conditions, yet battle obsessive. Hmm, okay. 
And, well, Ayu says Team Rocket as good guys are pretty nice. You know, they enjoy how Team Rocket has sacrificed, or did sacrifice themselves in the movie too, and yet managed to poke fun at their own deaths. As for Ayu, it seems that, you know, they'd like to see more of the good side and reveal how they can play the hero just as well as Ash. Could be interesting. Alright, now, Lazakin EX has no problem with EV training. Just, they, he doesn't do it because it takes so much work. For the anime question? Lazakin EX really likes Team Rocket when they're good because they're actually successful most of the time. Well, someone else already said that, you know, it makes sense. Now, Martian has said about Team Rocket, Ooh, they're the bad guys. They should stay bad. What's the point of bad guys doing good? Oh, well, I guess that does make a little bit of sense, but still. Come on. They're just bad guys all the time. They get boring. And move over, Swampert, Driftblim, Chatot. We now have Common Rider Sassword. Did you register that long name? Just to hear me say it. I swear, sometimes you guys do things just because you want to hear me read them on the Bulbacast or something. I get a kick out of it, though. But Common Rider Sassword says, for the game question, Hey, if you feel like going through the hassle? Go ahead. If you don't really feel like doing it, don't. They personally don't EV train, they just train. Hmm. For the anime question, well, Jesse and James never really seem like bad guys to him after certain points, so they do something good from time to time. Hey, it's cool with them. Besides, when they try to do bad things, they just have a tendency to fail miserably. Hmm, good point again. Now, Swampert Driftblim Chatot says, yes, yes, it's, it's, it's Swampert Driftblim Chatot time. I should actually make up a song about it, shouldn't I? Swampert Driftblim Chatot, Swampert Driftblim Chatot. It's a tongue twister too, wonderful. They don't care about EVs, and you know, all that, they'll just go on to the next question, which is <clears throat> the anime question. Swampert Driftblim Chatots thinks that Team Rocket should be kept evil and become more of a threat, otherwise take him out of the show. Swampert Driftblim Chatot also says it's either be serious or don't be at all. Swampert Drift and Chata also would like to mention that they'd like to see what really happens if Team Rocket really gave Pikachu or anything, for that matter, to the boss. Well, thank you, Swampert Drift and Chata, for your Swampert Drift and Chata question. Wonderful! Now we'll go right along to Magpie, who says they're all for EV training. Thinks it adds another fun layer to the game that some players can take advantage of or not. They love to do it and really t thinks that it takes some skills. Hey, it's a good addition. Now for the anime question. Magpie really loves it when they do good. You know, they're a really, real true Team Rocket fan and really enjoy these brief moments when their true character shines through. Team Rocket as a vigilante force would be terrific. They could still do a lot of sneaky illegal things, but hey, be totally helpful and hilarious at the same time. Everyone wins. Yeah. Good point. Now, Shaded Sprider says they do like it when Team Rocket decides to play by the rules. It's a good example is James Mime Jr. in the Pokemon cosplay competition. It was so cute. I do agree that was cute. Now, Shaded Sprider also ignores EVs, unfortunately, they say. Well, you know, it kind of seems that it's one of those things that doesn't really matter, you know? Just have to play your own way. No problem. Now, Blastor knows a lot of hardcore players who do the whole EV training thing, but truthfully, he wouldn't touch it with the two-mile flagpole. Not only is it way too complicated for him, but personally, he doesn't see much sense in catching a Pokemon and doing a bunch of addition, addition and subtraction just to see if it's a Pokemon he can use. As long as a Pokemon has a good nature, a good trait, and a good move pull, hey, it's good enough for him. And for the anime question... Blunstor would definitely like to see Team Rocket play the good guys more often. They've been stuck in a massive rut since AG, and they really do need a change, he thinks. So, you know, he thinks that maybe the occasional good guy routine could help, or maybe not, but hell, it can't hurt. Well, you know, that's a good point. He doesn't want them to turn good overnight, but, you know, a few good deeds every now and then would be a step in the right direction. Well, that's it for the questions of the week, and now let's move along to the questions for next week that I will give to you now. And the questions for next week that will be answered next week that I'm reading this week right now 
are from the wonderful Kasumi, the op, and Bulba Garden, an occasional Bulbacast member. Um, she gave me a game question and anim- an anime question, and I really like them both. She says, first off, for the game question, do you have any shinies in Diamond and Pearl, and if yes, which pokes? And I'd also like to further add, how'd you get them? <laughs> and also, Kasumi asks for the anime question, you know, do you think this is going to be the last saga for Ash? I don't know. There have been kind of a few things that people have felt have been kind of pointing in that direction. I hope not, but eh, let's see what you guys think. Well, now that about wraps it up, and have fun, good luck, and can't wait to read your answers next week. Woohoo! Oh, we love the questions. Guys wow. have great answers. As always, Just, oh, I love these questions of the week. It's great. What do you guys think? I am too. Always great. Well, yeah, we've got these great questions. I like the way you're breaking them down. I think it keeps getting better and better, to tell you the truth. Game questions, it's keeping everybody's attention and touching base for everyone. Yep. That concludes yet another wonderful Bulbacast. It was great, great questions, great call-ins, great topics. But all good things must come to an end. So, this is Satokun here reminding you guys to visit PokemonPalace.net, to also visit BulbaGarden.net, and PocketMonsters.net, and we'd love to see you in our chats as well. You can get there if you want to use Java, chat.bulbagarden.net, or you can use an IRC client and go to irc.systemnet.info, and... From there, you want either Channel Bulba Garden, Channel Pocket Monsters, or, as always, an hour or two before the Bulbacast starts on Saturdays, you might just want to come over, check out Channel Bulbacast. And, hey, we'll see you all there. It was great talking to you all. Have a great evening, and farewell. See you later, guys. Not everyone. Johnny Mina, Mata Raishine.